millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Listening to the Beyond Terrestrial Podcast, your one-stop shop for the outstanding, the unconventional, and the downright strange. Strap in because the boys are about to take a wild ride. I'm Funk Master B, setting up that tea for the duo of gum foolery. Your hosts, Dan and Lee. I believe in aliens. I mean, in an infinitely growing universe, why would we be the only living species? Bigfoot, Nazi, all that stuff, it's got to be real. How are we to say that we're the only ones? It's just ignorant. I think aliens are not only from other planets, but they're time travelers. Welcome back to the Beyond Terrestrial Podcast, your one-stop shop for the strange, the macabre, the conspiratorial, and all things supernatural. I'm one half of your hosting duo, Dan Martson, and as always, I am joined by one of the founding fathers of the Beyond Terrestrial Podcast, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Lee Eric Lee. Dun, 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 dun. Now, oh, you can't see me. Whoa. You can't see me. Whoa, was that <laughs> was that John Cena music that you wanted for your own intro? Yes, yes. Am I allowed to do that? No, no. I think I think that's copywritten. Vince McMahon's gonna be on your ass Shit. for that. He's kind of a badass too. Uh yeah, when he was on Roids especially. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm Lee Eric coming to you from the Bell Witch's backyard inside the Haunted Barn Studios, as always. Um, I, we've got an exciting, well, we've got an interesting, well, we've got a, a show for you today. Um, it's a different one. It's, it's a different one for it's sure. It's definitely different. Definitely on the different side of things for us. Hold on one second. Me. But we need to switch it up anyway, Lee, because like we did... All these Mississippi stories that are all really good, and uh, we need to take a break, and there's a big holiday coming up. Yes, and particularly, it is a holiday geared towards, like, three things, right? Dan? Okay. You, do you want to know? All right, let me think. Okay, so clearly we're talking about St. Patrick's Day, which is tomorrow from when this drops. A little over a week from now, from when we're recording. Yes. Um, so, what three things does Lee think about when he thinks about St. Patrick's Day? All right. Well, hmm. What? Oh, you're uh, guessing. No, 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 no. I want to pick your brain okay. on this one. I, you're I'm, guessing. Okay. All right. Um, the color green. N- not bad. Not bad. Pretty close there. Yeah. Okay. Um. The island nation of Ireland? Yes, yes. The Irish? And people who claim heritage to that island? Yes, Um, yes. Whether they were from there or not? Yes, Yes, every redhead. (laughs) And um, drunkenness? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I I, my first thing was not necessarily the color green. It was actually corned beef and cabbage. But color green's pretty high up there, right? 
Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's it's the best holiday for green, I think, because, you know, Christmas comes around. Christmas has has got green with the tree, but then they always pair with red. Yeah, it's it's got to share it no with good. red. Right. Like there. I know. There's terrible. no other holiday where green is the the uh, the center stage. It's the star, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Uh, you know, Valentine's Day has red like all over and pink Halloween orange and black uh-huh oh uh, St. Patty's Day green are there what other holidays have a color oh um know? like well it's not a color it's like color scheme like pastels for Easter right yeah yeah Mardi Gras has got like purple gold green which is I think a pretty stellar combo yeah you know I uh, I went to high school um, in Puyallup high school or at Puyallup high school um, home of the Vikings and their mascot was um, purple and green like their school colors was sorry not purple and green purple and gold right purple and, gold, and it was yeah, it was okay. great for playing um, Madden because what I would do is I would always create a team and just take away the Minnesota Vikings and they'd be the Puyallup Vikings that being said um I, I feel like I missed some there because Minnesota Vikings weren't a bad team I should have just been taking away the Lions as um as you do um <laughs> if right. if you're well, creating a spot Lee. for a for another team that you've created if we're if we're gonna celebrate St. Patrick's Day, let's do it right. Um, let's get a couple beverages. Okay. All right. All right. Um, what are you drinking? Okay. I tonight have a Linen Kugels Summer Shandy. Um, I'm a fan of these ones. Uh, you know I like the uh, the fruity beverages. Um, yeah, you don't say. Moving on. Um, I think Line and Kugels is a is a fair um, is a fair like combination of like what I I tend to like and what I tend to not like. Um, you know, darker beers I'm not a fan of, uh, and I am not afraid to say it. I like my um, my I, I like my um, spritzers. Is it spritzers? Your, your hard seltzers. Hard my seltzers. hard seltzers. I do. Too. I like my hard seltzers. That's what you're drinking for St. Patrick's but Day. But that's not St. Patrick's Day. So I had to get something that was actually a beer. Wow. Um, so I went as close as I could. I mean, I guess I could have gotten Shock Top. I like Shock Top as well, and that's probably a little closer. Um, wow. But at least it's not Bud Light. Can I get credit for that? Sure, I guess. Well, you see, Lee, I'm shaking mine. I got... I I know you got a Guinness. You might, what, what you got? Can you hear? Can you hear the nice little clink of? I, the I can. I can. Are you? You got a Jameson? On the rocks, yes, sir. Nice. You're really going for it, huh? That. Oh yes. Yeah. See, I. C- uh, I'm not. I'm not Irish. My family's uh, mostly descended from Scotland, but I love St. Patrick's Day. And I go all out for the Irish theme. So, Jameson it is, lad. I feel like I feel like Irish and Scottish and probably going to get some, like, bad fan mail from, for this one. Oh, don't. Um, n- no. No, don't say that they're, they're pretty closely related. I mean, yeah, they're closely related. They're both Celtic, right? Uh, yes. But that's like, that's like saying Chinese, Japanese. What's the difference, right? Ooh, very ooh. insulting, very insulting to a Scotsman or an Irishman. Okay. All right. I mean, but it, I guess as long as you don't say English, right? <laughs> They're all English anyway. Then, the, then they'd be really pissed. Potato! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So anyways, Lee, um, let's talk St. Patrick's Day traditions. Um, besides drunkenness. Uh, what do you do for St. Patrick's Day, my man? Dude, uh, not very much. Um, you know, I like to try to have corned beef. Uh, I'm not a huge cabbage fan. Um, but, I'll, uh, you know, I'm an Idahoan, so you know, I get I try to get some corned beef, some potatoes. You got to have those potatoes, right? Um, uh-huh, yeah. And that's not like a traditional um, thing, but if, if I think of Irish, I think of potatoes. Um, just like I think of Idaho. 
and potatoes or just like all you people out there do. Yeah, I said you people. Um, wow. Wow. Uh, wow. 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 Well, huh? Well, what do you mean, you people? <laughs> um, I mean, people no, that uh, aren't from Idaho. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. So, for us, I love St. Patrick's Day. Like I told you, I go all out. Um, couple things. Number one, I always watch The Quiet Man featuring John Wayne. And now that I have a kid, I have to wait until they go to bed. But... Um, I also love the Boondock Saints on St. Patrick's Ooh, Day. Ooh, that's a good one to ha- to watch. I like that. Thank one. you, thank you. Um, and I do love corned beef and cabbage. Um, but Lee, the key is, you got to make it yourself. All right. Those corned beefs you get it through at the supermarket, way too salty. No good. Okay. All right. So I found a recipe. I make it myself. I put it in the fridge for like a week to let it brine, and then I cook it myself. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Okay. All right. So you the really do go is, all out, Dan. I'm oh, not- I, I go all out, son. Oh, I'm way into this. The other thing is you don't cook the cabbage as long as you cook the potatoes and carrots. You add the cabbage in like 10 minutes later, right? Keep that cabbage a little bit more crisp. Exactly. Otherwise, it gets all mushy, and that's that's why people don't like cabbage, because if oh, you yeah. cook it too long, it tastes like crap. It smells like crap. It's no good. Yeah, um, I'm with you on that. So I'm all out. And then, um, you know, maybe, though, like I said, I don't go... I like to go all out, but we don't always go all out, so... I guess if I was kicking back on a St. Patrick's Day and didn't want to cook, I would probably make myself a traditional seven-course Irish dinner. That's a six-pack of Guinness and a potato. Oh, I like it. <laughs> I like it. That's... Seven, seven courses, laddie. Yes, yes. Plenty of bread that's there the and some starch. I can't, I can't do Irish accents. I can do Scotch accents. I can't do Irish. That, that's okay. I can't do any accents. Dan, we've established that I don't do good jokes. I don't do good accents. I'm really not sure why I'm here anymore. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right. No, come on. Come on, Lee. Come on. You're selling yourself short. Let's hear it. (laughs) Irish accent and go. (laughs) I get in my belly. I I don't know. I got nothing. I'm sorry. That bastard was Scottish, too, dude. You're wrong on that one. (laughs) Okay. I can do it. You know what? I'm not awful at... At uh, Sean Connery, um, well, sorry. Also Scottish. At, I know he's <laughs> Scottish, but I, you said Scottish. Um, I'm not bad no, at the, uh, the Will Ferrell Sean Connery, like the Shuck it, Trebek. Uh, you That's see, no, what, but Will Ferrell was Trebek. I think you're thinking Daryl Hammond there. Yeah, I am. Yeah, my bad. Um, but I can't. Let me let me try. Let me try a little bit. Let me try. See, if you do an Irish accent, you gotta trill it, trill it a little bit. Trill. You have to have a bit of a trill, a lilt to the speech, you know. <laughs> that wasn't awful. That was not awful, Dan. Oh, oh, I thank you. I thank you very kindly. Okay, can we stop? Um, yeah, that's all <laughs> I got. That's it. <laughs> um, but no, dude, I love I love St. Patrick's Day. Have you ever Have you ever watched The Quiet Man? Lee? No, uh, well, probably. Uh, um, my grandfather was a huge John Wayne fan. Um, like every movie collection of John Wayne movies. Um, so I'm sure I probably watched it at some point in my life, but it doesn't stand out to me. Um, okay, okay. If I had to guess, though, scene. I think it was one of his earlier works. Uh, no, I think it's like middle career. It's directed by John Ford, so it is classic. Um, there's a couple scenes that might stand out to you. One is where John Wayne drags Maureen O'Hara across the Irish countryside, like from the train station. She's going to leave him or something. He goes and grabs her and literally drags her across the, <laughs> across Ireland. Um, wow. And then at, yeah, I know, I know. Very, very not PC for twenty twenty one. Um, and then 
in the end of the movie, the whole movie ends with a giant Donnybrook uh, between John Wayne and the guy who plays Maureen O'Hara's brother. So they have a big old fist fight. Uh, and then they take a break in the middle of it to get a pint at the bar. And then they just get drunk together and come home drunk. It's really great. Spoiler alert. I think I have seen that one now that you mentioned that particular scene. That one stands out to me a little bit. I remember the, the like stopping to take a break. Yeah, there's nothing quite like a good Donnybrook to end a movie. Yeah. So, anyways, Lee, before we continue on our personal celebrations of uh, St. Patrick's Day, I think we should give a thank you to our editor, Mike, over at Simple Equations Media. Thank you very much, Mike. Uh, especially the hard work he put in in our Bob Lazar debate. Hopefully that has come out by the time this one comes out. Uh, we had a lot of technical issues with that show. Uh, Mike, the guys at Simple Equations, top notch. They are a full-service audio-video production company based out of Las Vegas, Nevada. They can take an idea from pre-production. They can record it. They can edit it. They can shoot it if you want to do a music video for your garage band if you're trying to break into movies or tv and you need post-production audio anything that involves audio and video they can do for you um they make us sound good so thanks to those guys yes and i'm not even gonna throw this one off the rails um mike is putting in some really hard work on this episode and i uh i'm sorry bud i Sorry, boss. <laughs> Try see if you can uh, give Lee an Irish accent, Mike. <laughs> Let's see what we can do for this guy. I am <laughs> sorry. <laughs> wow, wow, that was bad. Um, so, anyways, yeah, I love St. Patrick's Day. We moved down here um, to the Jackson, Mississippi area. Jackson normally has an all-out, like, big-time St. Patrick's Day parade, but stupid COVID. God. It's always about COVID. COVID, COVID, COVID. Dude, everyone needs to get that damn shot so I can go have fun again, like St. Patrick's Day parades and stuff. Have you gotten the shot yet, Dan? No. In Dan's defense, I, I, I don't think it's opened up to like people in his position I yeah they just, just opened it up to people over 50 i isn't it like getting close to the um to the what what is it called um first re, or like not first responders the essential workers yeah essential workers yeah essential workers yeah yeah hopefully by the end of the month uh we'll see what happens so uh, I am not an essential worker, but my wife is, so hopefully she can get the jab. She's like our guinea pig. We'll see what happens. Hmm. I like it. I like it. I guess I technically yes. count as an essential worker, too. There you go. Then go get the jab. I don't want to. I don't like needles. Oh, my gosh. Don't be a pansy. Have a little bit of Jameson before you go. <laughs> Good Don't point. go to one of the drive through ones. Have your girlfriend take you. <laughs> you, get a little, you get a little bit of that liquid courage. Um, so, Lee, do you know why St. Patrick's Day is so infamous for drunken revelry? Not for drunken revelry. Um, I thought St. Patrick was known as a teetotaler, but I could be wrong. Um, yeah, I don't know about uh, St. Patrick himself, but the thing is, St. Patrick's Day uh, comes up in March, right? It always falls during Lent, the Lenten season. And you know those Irishmen, they're all Catholics, uh, mostly Catholics. <laughs> um, so usually during Lent, Catholics give up something. And okay. for a lot of them, that includes, you know, drunkenness. Well, the patron saint of Ireland is St. Patrick. And to celebrate his day, Irishmen get a day off of Lent. So 
like Mardi Gras is big because it's the day before Ash Wednesday when you're supposed to give up drinking for 40 days and, you know, live a, you know, chaste and, and good life. <laughs> so everyone goes to it on on uh, Mardi Gras. Well, Irishmen get a day off in the middle, so everyone's like, oh, I'm Irish now. Yeah, let's drink. Okay. There you go. That's why it is. That's what happens. Wow. Huh. Okay. Um, that's, that's how this whole thing got started. All right. Basically, as an excuse to drink um, when you're not supposed to be drinking. When you're not supposed to be drinking, yeah. Okay. I don't know how I feel about that, Dan. I mean, I guess I don't what, hate what, it. But what do you mean? Just that's one of those. How, oh, okay. Look, that's the reason Mardi Gras is a party, right? That's true. Say, oh, we're supposed to be good for the next 40 days, so let's have a to-do. Mm, okay. Fair. And that's that's essentially how we got St. Patrick's Day. That and he drove out all the snakes from Ireland, right? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, the snakes. Yeah. The snakes. Anyway. You, you, you know that story that St. Patrick drove out all the snakes, right? Yeah, um, I heard that it symbolizes uh, something else, though. Are are you trying to make a uh, a penis joke? No. <laughs> oh, I was I was wondering about that. I was like, uh, no. Uh. Um, I heard somewhere that uh, there's rough indication that when it was drove out all the snakes. He was referring to the devil, or like it was more referring to dro- drove out the devil and paganism, um, and just like drove out the last of it. Yeah, well, he was very big in converting uh, Irishmen to uh, Christianity, which at the time was exclusively Catholicism. So, um, yeah, big deal. So, mm-hmm. um, and the shamrock, uh, a classic symbol of St. Patrick because that's what he used to teach them about the Holy Trinity. Yes. 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 Father, Son, Holy Ghost, three leaves, all in one, the shamrock. It's a, it's a great analogy. Yeah. So props to him. And luckily his saints day fell in the middle of Lent. So it was like extra special to ball out. And now it's, over the years become a thing okay i i'm not gonna knock it i like saint patrick's day there's a couple reasons why the biggest one being you get to drink um worst one being there's a lot of green green food dye that that goes into like different things I'm not a, <laughs> yeah not just leave the food dye al- alone it's not that it like ruins the flavor or anything it just stains things it looks gross um yeah <laughs> Just right, <laughs> yeah. You know, that really awkward morning after. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You're like, oh my god, <laughs> what did I eat? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I guess uh, what we should do, Lee. Is we've been catching up. We've been talking St. Patrick. We should talk uh, alcoholic beverages after we take a quick little break. All right, and we're back. Dan and I have been sitting down talking about the day of days in the month of March, St. Patrick's Day. It would have been like day of days in the month of May would have been a much better one. But May May just gets, uh, what does May get? May gets something. Memorial Day? Uh, Cinco de Mayo. Mother's Day? Cinco de Mayo. May Day? I always liked May Day. You liked May Day? I love May Day. The first of May, there's something special about it. Um, plus, you know, I have a solidarity with the workers of the world. Okay. The proletariat. Oh. I like Cinco de Mayo. Like, I mean, it's another drinking do- or holiday, right? Yeah, no. You know what? Um, 
dude, down here in Mississippi, we had a hard time finding good quality Mexican food. Um, just found a top-notch place. You see, you can tell I've had a little bit to drink now, Lee, because in a sober state, I probably would not say Mexican. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say, you usually yeah. keep it pretty PC. So. Well, you know, we're having the Jameson. It's St. Saint, Saint Patrick's Day, so yeah. we are enjoying. Um, the object of this episode is to see how much we can drink before <laughs> before it becomes completely unintelligible. <laughs> Mike, just let it go. Like, just let it go afterwards for a little bit. <laughs> um, About so, at some point, we, it's yeah, just gonna like devolve into break. me and you just. We're taking a break from the serious yeah. stuff. We're gonna sing Irish drinking songs. Ready? Ooh. What's your favorite Irish drinking song? Go. I got nothing. I got nothing. Drink and drink and drink and drink and fight. I dropkick Murphys. <laughs> drink and drink and drink and drink and drink and drink and fight. And drink and drink and that was it. Like. Dude, there you go. I love the Dropkick Murphys. Um, no, I like um, I like Seven Drunken Nights or um, you know Wild Rover. Couple. I like old traditional Irish drinking songs. So, um, all good stuff. Love it. Love it. Um, but anyways, Lee, we're gonna talk about beer. I like beer. You like beer. You're drinking beer. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking whiskey. Either way, um, beer is probably, honestly, St. Patrick's Day, if it wasn't for, you know, the whole history of it in Ireland, honestly, it might as well be like the beer holiday. It is like beer's day to shine. Yeah, you know, no other no other holiday out there. Right. Does does beer get to be dressed up? Right. Like, there's no other holiday that's like, hey, we dyed your beer bright green for you. You're welcome. And, you know, it's a real tragedy, though. Uh, The United States had such a massive German population. I mean, still does, like, most people's lineage probably goes back to Germany uh, in some way, shape, or form in this country. And uh, Oktoberfest really should be bigger. Yeah. Oktoberfest would be a good one for that, right? Um, yeah. But you're right. It's not very big. There's a few places um, that celebrate it pretty well, um, but just not very many. So Yeah. I mean, when you find a good Oktoberfest, latch on to that. I mean, the pretzels. Dude, like, just pretzels and beer. Like, that's enough, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then you throw all the other good stuff in with it. Boom. There you go. Yeah. So. Um, Oktoberfest is nice. Yeah. You got... You got, you know, Mardi Gras. Um, St. Patrick's Day has really stolen the thunder, though. I mean, it is like the, I would say, the biggest one the in most places. Yeah, I think you're right. I agree. It's like the one, one between that Mardi Gras and, uh, and like, for me, Cinco de Mayo. I, I just remember that was the big one for me. Cinco de Mayo was an excuse to drink because, um, like, you could go... Um, I remember one year, uh, I think you might have been with me, Dan. We went to like this place in um, Moscow uh, called the Smoky Mountain Pizzeria. They were a good place, um, but they, okay, anyway. Um, they uh, they did a, a Cinco de Mayo celebration, and I don't know why I'm stuck on it, but um, free Mexican beer. I mean, you only got one um, Corona, which was kind of funny. Um, but they had some Dos Equis and some other ones that, that it was just free all night, right? And they gave me a tiny bottle of Corona, which made me feel like a big man. Like, I felt like I looked like uh, Andre the Giant holding a beer can, <laughs> right? Like, Wowie. Yeah, no, it was good. It was good. Um, but I don't know. I, I just love it. Um, and you know what? It turns out, like, beer has played a very big role in the history of civilization. Um, we, I've checked out before the documentary How Beer Saved the World. Lee, did you ever watch that? Yeah, but I don't know if I would remember, like, much of it. Um, the biggest thing Wait, was... Wait, were you like, drinking when you watched it? Yes. Yes, I was. You just take a drink every time they say beer? Oh, God, I would have <laughs> been dead. <laughs> <laughs> But the the long story short is like, 
and Dan, Dan, you're welcome to elaborate, but it's essentially that beer was often safer to drink than water, um, yes. especially mm-hmm. in history. Yeah, I mean, Lee, it goes back, I mean, like during the Middle Ages, this was a big thing, uh, brewing beer would, uh, you know, you'd have to you know, boil it and get your mash and everything, and there's the alcohol, and it's all fermented, and it would kill off most of the bad bacteria and be safer than water. Um, but, I mean, it goes all the way back to the agricultural revolution, like the dawn of human civilization, uh, you know, hunters, gatherers, early, like, proto-agricultural communities would start collecting barley, and some of it got wet, get a little yeast. Next thing you know, it's got this bubbly concoction on top of it, and uh, they're like, oh, that'll get you messed up, get you a little, get you a little buzz going, and people really liked it. Um, it kind of works into the stoned ape theory. A little bit, Lee. Do you know Stoned Ape? Yeah, isn't it that most of the uh, stuff occurred because of, uh, like, our early ancestors getting drunk and high in different ways? Yeah, essentially, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, and that's, that's where this fits in. So people started getting drunk. They liked it. They decided to grow more barley. Agriculture becomes a bigger and bigger thing. They have to start recording crop production and transactions and how much you know beer they made and next thing you know you've got a whole system of writing and communities that are set in one place near fields and boom the from the fertile crescent it spreads out um all of human civilization i wouldn't couldn't the same be said though about bread um about <laughs> people are just carb drunk in general they're just like oh shit carbs yes yeah like <laughs> uh, bread probably corn, probably yeah. potatoes yeah. like i'm just i'm just thinking like anything that could have been a substantial part of one's diet um beer was probably definitely the most prevalent because it was across all different cultures as like these different cultures evolved and grew right um but really any major food source would have been part of that that growth and development and controlling stuff right am i wrong well no you know i think beer probably just easier to make right you know like to make bread you'd have to have flour you have to actually grind that grain um beer you just need you know to cook it you need water and yeast and your grain, wham bam, thank you, man. Beer. So, it, I, it's a I, little bit. I simpler. saw a random episode of How Stuff Works, or most of a random episode of How Stuff Works, um, about beer, because it was masquerading as how beer saved the world, and they said that it was a difficult process. So, Dan, which one is it? Okay, well, <laughs> so so now a, a lot of science does go into it, right? Especially if you're like mass producing beer in the quantities that we make. I feel it like now. such a caring um, right now. Can I speak to your manager? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, here's the thing: like it could it could be discovered accidentally and then perfected through uh, trial and error. So. What we would today call science. But back then, they were just figuring out how to make something that wouldn't kill them, right? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I I do get it. It just feels like the statement of, oh, beer was the one that instigated it, I feel like uh, it was probably part of it, but I don't think it was the entire instigation of the development of society. Um. Yeah, I mean, probably not, but it definitely is a a factor, and a, I think a larger one than you're giving it credit for. Um, so, and then it moves on through history, all the way up to uh, you know pasteurization. You know, Louis Pasteur didn't invent pasteurization to help milk last longer; 
he was actually studying beer. Oh. Yes. So this guy figured out how to make beer last longer and through this work ended up developing uh, what we today call the germ theory of disease. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of a big deal. <laughs> kind of. Like, yeah. So it's just, it's just great stuff. I mean, and then the germ theory leads to antibiotics and look at where we are today. Yeah, creating superbugs. In a pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks a lot, beer. Thanks, Obama. Didn't see the coronavirus coming. (laughs) So So, I guess you you can't blame beer for everything, but I guess there's a few things I could blame beer on. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of things in my life I could blame on beer. (laughs) A lot of things. A couple scars, several scars. Other things. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna say. I, w- I was like. I know, Dan. That's a low blow. I've had a couple drinks. Yeah. No. I stay said, away no. from that blow. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I said no. Don't do it. <laughs> um, no. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, dude. Beer, liquor. What do you think, Lee? What do you get? What are you gonna do to celebrate this St. Patrick's Day? People listening, they want to know what you're going to be doing on the 17th. Which which BYOB Clarksville strip club can they find you in? All right. Tomorrow night. <laughs> All right. Stilettos. <laughs> they officially have the sign that says BYOB. So I'm going there. Stilettos. And I think I'm going to go with some uh, Jameson. Like, I just... Yeah, I like a whiskey now and then now and again, so I'm okay with that. Oh, there you go. Oh, you you're trying to look all classy when these strippers come up, aren't you? I am. You, I am. Dirty dog. You want to look classy. You want to look like you've got some money, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then just nickel oh, and dime and them to probably death. Be, there'll like, probably be a special. There'll probably be a special. No, I'm I'm gonna take in um, little baggies, like the little baggies that I don't know little baggies and i'm gonna put like 25 cents in nickels and that's what i'm gonna be putting in g-strings you are gonna get kicked out the first time you pull out coins they're gonna be like what the hell you're gonna be on your ass in the parking lot Uh, you know what i will try my best not to get my ass kicked but i kind of want to do that like wouldn't that be hilarious (laughs) that is pretty good that is pretty good uh, Just like baggies of coins that you're like hanging. Hey, up. hey, hey, hey! You wouldn't want someone coming to your work and being like, "Here's a penny for the tip jar." Not that you have a tip jar, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. I still think it'd be funny. Yeah. Like, I'd be prepared to give more if that makes you feel better. <laughs> like, Dan, I feel like you're trying to encourage me to go to a strip club right now, and I've had a few drinks, so I'm actually considering it. I was gonna, say, I was gonna say those girls don't come down to the truck stop and knock the truckers' dicks out of your mouth. <laughs> wow, <laughs> they're not messing up your job. Wow. Oh, sometimes it feels like that, though. Sometimes it feels like that. <laughs> oh man. Oh, Dan. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. That's it. That's all I got. what's sad is you see them from time to time you see lot lizards from time to time guys if you don't know what a lot lizard is it is a woman or man or somebody that hangs around the truck stop parking lots and attempts to get um well to pro or to use prostitution as a way to um make a living i don't hold it against them you you explain that in like one of the worst ways possible. It's a truck stop hooker. Oh, yeah, that would have been so much easier. It's truck stop hooker. Yeah. Like that's what a lot lizard is. Uh huh. Um, you see them from time to time. It's kind of sad. Um, but yeah, it most certainly is not a glamorous lifestyle. 
<laughs> to say the least. Yeah. But hey. Not nearly as many diamonds and fur as you might expect. <laughs> no, no. St. Patrick's Day is coming up, you know. 2 a.m. on St. Patrick's Day in the bar. A lot of ladies look pretty good. Yep. That's true. And you know what? If you strike out with all those ladies, now you know where to go to pick up a truck stop hooker. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, any- Lee, do you want to give the people your back page information? or? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know what? A man's got to make money. A man's got to make money. I've got an OnlyFans. It's <laughs> You know what, Lee? Uh, our Patreon support has been a bit lackluster lately. I think we should start an OnlyFans. You know what? If we could make more money at OnlyFans, like, I would do it. Man, I considered it. I read an article. <laughs> oh, guys. Okay. I read an article the other day, and this is completely... This is going to be the most explicit episode. Um, it was basically talking about this mom whose kids, she was in Australia, but her kids got kicked out of school because she runs an OnlyFans page and makes $190,000. And the the article said a month, $190,000 a month. I was like, I'd take it in the ass for $190,000 a month. <laughs> I, I'm... I would. I considered it, Dan. Dan. You would. You would. I considered. <laughs> I asked my girlfriend if she wanted to do porn. <laughs> and she didn't just jump on that opportunity. Um. I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> when, when a huge fan of the idea. Noted. Um. Guys. Guys, uh, this episode is like a drunken break episode. This is me and Lee catching up, talking about fun stuff. Um, but if you don't ever want to see Lee or me on OnlyFans, please consider giving to our Patreon. <laughs> this is the best Patreon ad ever. <laughs> Guys, a dollar a month will get you nothing, like or something. I don't know yet. Like we, We're having issues with the ad. Ad-free shows. Ad-free shows. A dollar a month will get you ad-free shows. Speaking of ads. And a shout-out. And a shout-out. Yes, you will and, get Oh, and if you're uh, an early adopter into our Patreon, you can get a little, uh, a little plaque, a little memorial on BeyondTerrestrial.com on the internet for all time. Yes, Never coming down. I'll change the site, but it'll never come down unless I go broke. Guys, we really need Patreon supporters. We are we are enacting a program that we are calling the Dirty Dozen. Yes. First 12 Patreon supporters get their names immortalized on our website for all time. All time. Until the internet crashes. Until we run out of money or funds and they shut down the site because we're not paying for it. Well, it'll still be cashed. It'll still be in there. Until until World War III, until the nukes drop, you will be part of internet infamy. Yes. Yes. Don't worry about your Facebook page. The really important thing to get right here is... Your name on BeyondTerrestrial.com. Boom. Boom. That's it. History in the making. And uh, if you're part of the Dirty Dozen, eh, maybe we're throwing some stickers, too. I got stickers. You got stickers, Lee? Oh, I got stickers. I got a lot of stickers. Guys, you want to be in on this Dirty Dozen. I'm telling you right now. The Dirty Dozen? And they're going to be like our go-to guys. Maybe, I'm just throwing this out there, you can meet Lee at a BYOB Clarksville strip club on on a future St. Patrick's Day. You know what? I would do that. Yes. I, I would do that if somebody joined me. Like, I would definitely do that. There you go. Don't even there care. There you go. We are... 
We're having a couple drinks and we are getting it together. And this is going to go out on the internet and we are going to have to be held to every single one of these promises because that's how the internet works. Wow, Dan, you're kind of a dick, but I would. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I would, though. I I would go to a BYOB strip club with one of our fans if they were a Patreon supporter and one of the Dirty Dozens. Yes. Oh. They get themselves here. I will go to it with them. I, I will. Boom. There it is. There it is. And I can't even go back on it. Like, I can't be like, oh, my girlfriend said I couldn't because we have established that this show is more important than family. <laughs> Dude, they don't listen. They don't even know. Um, <laughs> and you know what? Maybe you can't make it all the way to Clarksville, Tennessee. Maybe you want to come to uh, sunny Jackson, Mississippi. Um, I'm a bit of a karaokeist. I don't know if you all know. Ooh, okay. So Dan yes. will duet with you on any Backstreet Boys song you choose. Honestly, I'll duet with you on any song you choose. Any song you choose, preferably Backstreet Boys. Any song Boys. you choose, and it must. I will be. I will be the Olivia Newton-John to your Travolta, and we'll do Summer Nights. Guys, Dan's is a much better deal than I mine. will be the <laughs> Dolly to your Kenny. <laughs> I will be Cheryl Crow, and you can be Kid Rock, and we'll do Picture. Or vice versa. Whatever you want. That's a... F- hey. Get Dan dressed up like Cheryl Crow yeah. so we can take a picture of it. Hey, I did not say anything about costumes. Oh, dang it. <laughs> I thought I heard costumes. I've had a few. <laughs> uh, nope. You ain't getting that one by me, son. <laughs> I thought I could sneak it by, too. <laughs> no. Um. Yes, guys. I, I know this seems like just a ridiculous ad for our Patreon page. It's not. We didn't intend on coming in to do this like this, but hey. We do need Patreon supporters. Patreon supporters help people pay our pay the bills, help us make sure we stay monetized and able to continue going forward um, with the podcast. So please, that. And if you could give us some likes on Apple, that'd be great too. All right. Hey, talking about paying the bills, Lee, let's take one more break and then we'll wrap this show up. All right, and we're back, and we are on the last third of our um, "Hey, let's get drunk and talk about shit" uh, episode. I think that's what we what we've done. Is that what we're doing for our St. Patrick's Day episodes? Uh, yeah, this is it. This is uh, our catch up episode. We are we are killing time, and we are drinking booze. And I am about done with this triple of jameson on the rocks and i'm uh, feeling uh, pretty pretty uh, pretty good i'm down to like one or two uh beers right now um so i'm i'm not bad i wouldn't say i'm as yeah anyway moving past it <laughs> yeah so guys we are we love saint patrick's day we love the traditions we love the food um we love um bar fights lee what's the best bar fight you ever saw Ooh, you know what i actually have one and it's a deep cut at least i think it's a deep cut the bar fight from mcclintock yes the john wayne vehicle mcclintock have you ever seen it see have you ever seen it uh yeah, I, I yeah I have, um, but it's been a while. They end up in a mud pit essentially, but it starts in a bar. Ah, classic. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Well, you see, Lee, uh, the best bar fight I ever saw was a real bar fight. Oh, it happened in Moscow. Oh, um, yeah, it was at um, oh, where was it at? Mingles. It was at Mingles. <laughs> Makes sense. 
Mingles is the place to go. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> but it may no, not be usually, anymore, Dan. We have been out of Moscow for a little bit. Have, I've, have you gone to Mingles? I, I have. I have my sources. I have been back to Mingles. Mingles is still the place to go. Okay. That is a fact. All right. All right. Um, CJ's no longer exists. Poor CJ. Rest in peace. Really? Um, yes. Hmm. Um, but anyways, that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> so this bar fight, uh, Mingles, for those who don't know, is a pool hall uh, sort of bar. So there's a bunch of pool tables. And then there's kind of a raised up level sort of by the bar and there's tables and stuff. Um, and they serve halfway decent food, pretty good bar food. Um, and it's very chill vibe. Uh, people are there shooting pool, um, pretty big space, pretty relaxed. And this dude flips over one of the tables and these are pretty heavy tables. And, as he's flipping the table, he is leaping from his chair to Superman punch the dude across the table from him. I mean, lays him wow. out. And, oh, dude, it was intense. And they're rolling around fighting, and then the cops get called, and they get bounced. And it was, it. I mean, this table flip into a punch, like one smooth motion. Very impressive. Okay. Dude had been planning that, and it went way better than he had ever thought it would, right? Like, you know, know that dude right? was like, this is going to end horribly, right? Because <laughs> that was what was yeah. running through well, my mind. I, <laughs> I don't know. Just the thought, like, you got to jump across all this broken glass, and you're the one who's going to land in it, probably. Yeah. Of not Probably not a smart move. Uh, but looked looked pretty good. I can imagine that guy weighing his options, and for whatever reason, that option became the best option possible. <laughs> yeah, very impressive. Or he's just an idiot so, and thought this is going to look cool and got lucky, right? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Now, Lee, have you ever? Do you have any advice for the listeners if they should find themselves in a St. Patrick's Day bar fight? What is your go-to self-defense move? Oh, get naked. <laughs> all, right. all right. You just drop trowel. Drop trowel. I'm telling you, guys, like, he, nobody wants to wrestle or fight with a naked guy, right? Because every fight ends up on the ground. I've heard that before. I believe Dan told me that. Every fight ends up in the ground at some point. So any would-be attacker or would-be fighter... If you are standing your ground, but you're naked, they're going to leave you alone because they're going to think you're crazy. And they also don't want to end up rolling around with a naked guy on the ground. So you would take the indecent exposure ticket over oh, yeah. the assault charge. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As long as it's 2 a.m., right? If it's like middle of the day and like out back of a high school or something. No, that's not the best idea. Right. But if it's. But if it's 2 a.m. in front of a bar, yeah, I'll take the indecent exposure ticket. I, I don't want to end up, end up on a list, right? I like I, that's what I'm just trying. You know what I mean? <laughs> as long as long as you're more than a thousand feet away from a school, exactly, right? Like Jeez. indecent exposure, not anything involving a minor. Yeah, I get like, yeah okay. Um, I think um, one of the best things I always heard was the headbutt. Oh, yeah. Using the crown of your head as a weapon. Um, you know, because you got guys get in your face, blah, blah, blah. You give them the old headbutt right to the schnoz. Yeah, but um, nobody tells you how much that hurts you, too. Like, I know that, like, if you do, like, the crown of the head, you're not going to hurt yourself and you're going to hurt him a lot more than you. It's still going to hurt. Sorry. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. I mean, fair. I'm just saying uh, I would go, if it was me, my number one move would probably be the headbutt. And I would follow that up maybe with like a, a swift kick to the shins. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's like my best, 
the the best I got, and after that, I'm done for. Well, you know, if you step back like one step, I think you could get a better shot on the knees, and I think knees are more incapacitating than shins. Shins just suck. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, right in the knee. That would be good. Just aim a little higher. But no, you're you're Kneecap right. Him. Like that that's probably the smart move. Like getting naked is really probably not the best move, but ain't nobody going to fight you if you're naked. So <laughs> I could just I could see you doing that. Lee. You're like, "All right, I'm going to get ready for this fight. One second, just drop trow." <laughs> And just pull off my shirt. Give him and, a little. Just... Give him a little waggle for it too. <laughs> like, hey, come get some. <laughs> just want to warn you, I haven't showered in a while, so if these end up in your face, like, oh, that was too much. I'm sorry, guys. You about to get tea bagged, motherfucker? Ooh, yeah. As, just... as tough as you, as tough as you can. Yeah. Once you're naked. You can like start like being like, "Let's go, motherfucker!" But you gotta get naked before you do that because that's how you look crazy. <laughs> there was a on the Ultimate Fighter many many years ago. There was a fighter. He got drunk and he wanted to have a fight. Um, and he kept asking his would-be opponent. He's like, "You want to bang, bro? Let's bang." Take your pants off and be like, let's bang, bro. <laughs> They're not going to fuck with you. Ready you ready to bang it out, bro? Like, they will not fuck with you if you're saying that. <laughs> oh, man. Too much. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spank you like a redhead stepchild, boy. Get over here. Yeah, the more you do shit like that, give them the crazy eyes, the more likely you are to get out of the fight. <laughs> crazy eyes, yeah, yeah, that always works, oh, crazy eyes. Give them yeah. the crazy eyes. <laughs> oh. I'm well, I'm a lover, girls, not a fighter, this guys. Is... That's, that's why I choose to do these things. <laughs> He's just trying to impart knowledge uh, to the people. Very good, very good. Yeah. Um, very benevolent of you, Lee. Well, we've talked about uh, food. We've talked uh, a smidge about history and tradition. We've talked about alcohol. And we've talked about fights. Uh, is there anything else that we could possibly cover in this episode about St. Patrick's Day? In this drunken tomfoolery that we are calling an episode about St. Patrick's Day? Ooh, Dan... I mean, pinch me if I'm not wearing green. Oh, pinches. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> that would be uh, that would be a good go to fight move. The pinch like titty twister. Oh, Pow. oh, <laughs> a purple <laughs> covers covers them both. Ooh, yes, yes. And that's startling enough, right? Like, if you were naked and then attempting the purple nurple, like, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> like, I'm going to twist those nipples so hard. Get over here, boy. <laughs> mm, let's, mm, yeah, let's go. Mm. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to twist the shit out of those nipples. Or you could take a completely different approach, right? Not aggressive at all. Just, like, very into it and like rubbing your belly a lot right like mm, yeah <laughs> let's go mm. <laughs> no oh. no even better you just be like mm, come at me bro mm. Mm, come <laughs> at me <laughs> come at me bro <laughs> with with your finger in your belly button as much and as little as possible right like just the perfect amount of like middle finger rubbing around on your belly button <laughs> just like oh yeah Mm. <laughs> oh my god come at me bro <laughs> <laughs> that is it that is it guys wow um pinch me if i'm not wearing green on the 17th and uh don't try and fight me please um give to our patreon so we don't have to start an only fans <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and enjoy your St. Patrick's Day and keep looking out for more tales from out there beyond terrestrial. Thank you for listening to Beyond Terrestrial, all three of y'all. If you're still a fan of this show, follow Beyond Terrestrial on social media and join the Beyonders Facebook group for even more strangeness. Links to everything, including previous episodes, are available at beyondterrestrial.com. That's the place to go for stickers, merch, show swag, and our Patreon. Patrons get exclusive access to ad-free shows, giveaways, and the unedited after-show show. Anything you give to the show goes straight to Funk Master B's bachelor pad, which for now is also where these giant turkeys record this show. This show was edited by Simple Equations Media with music by Mike Roop. Dan and Lee will be back next Tuesday with more from Beyond Terrestrial.